you have to you have to be a grinder. There's a couple ways to do it. If you're well funded, maybe you don't have to grind as much. If you're bootstrapping it and um, you know you're sort of you know you, you got a short runway, then you know you got to have a lot of a lot of grit, and you have to you got to grind it out. And I and I, I've done both, uh, and uh, it, it takes a certain type because it, it's it's hard. I, I I think it's the hardest thing you can do from start from an idea and then have to build on that to actually create a market is is really it's hard. It's not easy. There's a lot of twists and turns along the way. But I mean, my, my sales team always has been distributed. I never thought they should be sitting in the office. I'd rather have them in the market anyway that they were selling into. So I, I always believed in that. I think it was ahead of the curve. Um, a lot of people still still resisted. I'm not sure why, because as you described, I mean, why would why would why would it be a good thing to spend four hours commuting when that could be productive time? I, I've always been a big believer that loose controls are much better than tight controls. And the more you try to clamp down on people, the less productive they're going to be. You know, that's a, a whole topic about leadership. I, I was never. I never understood the whole micromanagement style of leadership. It doesn't make any sense to me. If people follow you and you know they're um, they're loyal to you and they want to work for you again when you go to a new place, I mean, to me, that's the measure of, be, of being a good of being a good leader. Um, I had this conversation with someone the other day. I said, you know, my me my metric for success is not what I can do personally, but it's like if if my team is productive and if they write me a nice uh, recommendation or if they want to work with me again I feel like I've done my job my job is to is to sort of set the set the vision um, that's what I think good leadership is and, and get people sort of on the on the same path because they want to be there and uh, it's 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 not clamping down hard on somebody and I, I just don't think people respond well to that at all so so the way I like to do it honestly is just a lot of collaboration you know coaching you know trying to you know, um, share what works or what doesn't work. I like, I mean, my, what I like to spend the most time on is what comes out of somebody's mouth as opposed to some new slick uh, sales tool. The one thing you, the one thing you can't control is what comes out of your mouth. You know, how do you, what do you say? How do you listen? You know, how do you uh, communicate? How do you ask good questions? I mean, that's, that's what I like to spend my time on. And I, I spent a lot of time coaching and trying to help people get better. And again, everyone does it differently. So I'm not asking, someone who's maybe a little more uh, introspective, a little more introverted to be, you know, a super outgoing guy at some networking event. They can do it in their own way as long as they're, you know, engaging correctly. So, you know, it, it's, and they're all different. So that was the other thing I had to learn is that, you know, lots of different personalities. So you have to be able to adapt your coaching to that person. Um, it's funny, it, it, it reminds me, I remember my dad used to say, who was like a kind of a driven guy and uh he said, "You know, you you can uh, you can tell when you're sort of successful and, and at peace when you're not always looking at yourself in the mirror. You know, you, you've you've reached a sense of uh, tranquility. It's, it's not monetary. It's just you know feeling comfortable. Mm -hmm. You're not always thinking about yourself. You get outside of yourself. I mean, I, I think to me that's feeling successful. Mm. Um, you know, not worrying about everything else around you."